the beer review that we usually do will be included at the end of today's episode. We This is a big interview. We're going to go ahead and jump right into this. This is our interview with Boba Flex. That's a hologram me. We have a hologram scene. It's like, Jesus. That's awesome. It's going to be cool. It's going to be wild. So, uh, you guys haven't met Tommy. It's our drummer Tommy. Yeah, that beer is good, dude. Grateful Dead beer is good. Best drummer ever. <laughs> it's true. I've come to your show before. I've seen you. I've no, you are. Thanks, man. I thought you meant the beer. <laughs> All right, so should we like do like a circle of introductions or whatnot? Uh, yeah. Sure, go ahead, uh, Bubble Flex. We're sitting here with Bubble Flex in case for some reason we couldn't post the, uh, the opening uh, segment. Uh, due to uh, audio, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, we're sitting at Bowflex. Go ha- go around and introduce yourself. Name guys. and occupation. Uh, my name is Jimmy. I play the bass. Uh, Marty, I play uh, guitar and one of the lead singers. Yeah. Tommy, I play drums. Sean, I play the idea machine. <laughs> <laughs> Jake, I'm Sean's son. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome home. Welcome home. <laughs> so, uh, so Bobaflex. That's yes. uh, big uh, big Star Wars fans like take it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, How'd you absolutely, guess? man. Huge. <laughs> we had to change one letter so we uh, didn't get sued. But oh. <laughs> George Lucas get crushed under the massive foot of Lucasfilm. And then later Disney. Right. Yeah. What's your thoughts on all the uh, all the Star Wars films? Uh, I'm real happy with the new ones. I think they're amazing. Yeah, I know there's a lot of fanboy uh, rage against the new one, but I like the new one because it took a road unexpected. And I, I didn't know what was happening. I couldn't believe what they did. And Yeah, I would like to see Luke be the hero and save the day, but I kind of like where they went with it because it was totally unexpected. So I, I dug and it. The Solo movie was outstanding. Yes. I, I, I don't get it. And the Solo movie and the, the hate it gets, I'm like, I don't understand it. I don't think necessarily the Solo movie gets hate. I just think people, some of the fanboys were so turned off by Last Jedi, right. they just didn't even bother with it, Solo. It flopped in the box office, right? Yeah. But I, I thought it, it was flopped, a killer film. But it, yeah, it was bad. I, I thought it was a fun, st- it, it was up there with Rogue One. I'm like, dude, Rogue I had One a good time. Real. Rogue yeah. One was great. Rogue One's my favorite Star Wars movie of all of them, ever. Yeah, I haven't had a chance to <coughs> see Solo. So y'all, I'm, y'all oh, are vouching for Solo. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's great, dude. I'm not, I'm not Solo was uh, great, man. I've seen it like five times. I bought it and and uh, just watched it with my dad in my man cave on a 55-inch <laughs> screen with action figures surrounding us, and we had a good time. Yeah. Okay. It's yeah. worth the watch. Let's talk about this uh, Bundy documentary that I have. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Bundy. Okay. I-, I brought this up a second ago. Uh, if you don't know, there's a Bundy documentary on Netflix right now. I'm sure you've probably already seen it if you've listened to this. <laughs> but I haven't seen it yet, but I can't wait to see it. Um, I mean, not to spoil too much, but uh, I think that Bundy is the killer. I think he did it. (laughs) (laughs) He may have done it. Speculation, though. I mean, he had a lot of people convinced for a really long time that he was completely innocent. Yeah, he escaped twice. Honestly, besides the escapes, like the only reason you can really tell is one of the final things they bring in one of the final episodes, like where he's actually okay, he's actually acting as his own lawyer. Right, right, yeah, and, that, yeah. Dude, like, just some of the stuff that he's asking, like, it fucking gets under your skin. I like, guess he's sick. sitting there asking, like, the criminal investigators, like, how certain things played out. Oh, my God. It's, 
Oh, I've only watched like 15 minutes of it, but yeah, yeah. Well, I'll see them later. <laughs> I, uh, I went to the same high school as Ted Bundy. Oh, really? Yeah. Cool. Same age. Same age. I just been mo- uh, moisturizing. So. <laughs> just been moisturizing. And they got the movie coming out with Zac Efron. That looks right, real great. cool. Yeah. Serial killers are cool, kids. I like the Zac Efron movie. The the point of view. It's from the girlfriend's point of view. Like yeah. You're with this Could monster, but he's still like denying. That? Could you imagine not having any idea, and it was one of the craziest serial killers in the history of... I mean, That'd be and, nuts. And he comes home every night, and you have no idea. What a, I mean, who knows what that does to somebody's brain. Well, I know that uh, one of the girlfriends actually went to the police and tried to say, hey, look look into my boyfriend Ted. Like He's got some weird shit going on. Like the police said, no, no. They way. just didn't have the technology and the manpower. Yeah. Nowadays, so like, like the same thing happened with Dahmer. Like, do you remember that? Yeah. When, yeah. when uh, a little Asian guy, man, a little Asian guy got away, and uh, two two ladies were like, "Hey, something's not right. Something's not right." And uh, Dahmer uh, convinced the police that it was a gay lover yeah, spat, and they sent the kid back with him. Yeah. Like, oh, like, that. Yeah. <laughs> and they sent him back, and he ate him, killed him, and ate him. Those serial killers are charming, man. They, they are. They got some crazy good charisma. Is it weird that all like serial killers and all that they always get like love letters in the it mail? It's so from- weird. Yeah, fan mail. Uh, most recently, they're saying that um, that guy, the guy that killed his uh, children and his wife in Colorado, he's getting like tons of like love mail from women. Gross. So bizarre. What so makes someone? What do you think will happen? You gonna marry him? He's gonna kill you too? It sucks. I mean, it's it- just. I don't know. People got mental health I mean, I issues. That's, that. that's like obviously it. clear. I mean, I'm getting love mail now that I'm finally a grizzled, old, experienced, dark traveler. <laughs> I mean, I get love mail because of that, but I'm not a serial killer. Come oh, on. You, so you've never thought about killing someone for the uh, the ladies? <laughs> well, I've got my list. I mean, we all have our list, right? Don't we? We all got our list, but I mean, I try not to. To, yeah, I let my list go. It's still there. <laughs> I haven't marked anything off of it yet. <laughs> not, uh, no one's off with their head yet. Not yet. Not yet. It's like so most girls see most girls see me and say, "Who is this grim-faced traveler who will save our town?" You ever get that? <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm never gonna let her like that. <laughs> no, like, like who the fuck's this weirdo? Get him the fuck out. Who's this dark, long-haired Avenger? <laughs> Who will save us all? I, I don't know. Speaking of Avengers, yeah, you've seen the stuff, you know, the new Spider-Man trailer in Looks Avengers awesome. Infinity War. I didn't yeah. see I haven't seen it yet. You haven't seen the new oh, Spider-Man man. trailer? Mysterio is finally getting a shine. Mysterio, oh, man. Mysterio. The best Mysterio story is Kevin Smith's story. We know, we all know that, don't we? Have you read it's Kevin Smith's Daredevil not. story? Yeah, where he uh, kills himself. Yeah, yes, I own that. Yeah, a I was, mind I blower. Kevin Smith wrote that. Kevin Smith wrote that. That blows my Mysterio's mind. Mysterio's biggest trick, and then boom! I won't ruin it for you, but it's badass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited. And, uh, so let's get some opinions real quick. What's, all right. I mean. While we're on the topic of like comic book characters, like what are some of y'all's favorite uh, heroes slash villains? I would say right Jimmy's now. Jimmy's is Keith Richards. Yeah. Yeah. Has he put out a comic book yet? <laughs> he is a comic book. He's the best superhero ever. The Punisher. 
on Netflix, and oh. Daredevil got canceled. Is that true? I know that was really awesome. Well, they're, they're saying they're going to do the next season of it. But no, no, no. Well, well they, they're, they're canceling. Netflix is canceling it all because Disney, Disney is starting their own Netflix type <laughs> streaming service, uh, okay. and so they're going to start producing all their stuff on there. That sucks. The Punisher, the Punisher is a great series so far. Oh yeah. Yeah. Tell me. Moon Knight. Yeah. Moon Knight. <laughs> hey, Moon Knight's good. <laughs> Moon Knight's. He's kind of on the low, but I mean, he's. Moon Knight has like the Egyptian uh, powers and all that. Yep, Khonshu. Yeah, and the, his most recent comic, I think he's uh, in the Nut House, and they're convincing him that he's not fucking Moon Knight or whatever, and it's, it's pretty cool. That would be a good Netflix show. <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't be. Jake, favorite superhero? Spider-Man, dude. Yeah. I love all the movies, even three. Spider-Man three. You could almost be Spider-Man. Thank you, I appreciate that. <laughs> I'm the fourth one, actually. Once Tom leaves, it's me. I'm next. <laughs> I believe it. Yeah, you get in trouble though, from the fanboys because Spider-Man doesn't have tattoos, man. Uh, the new one does. Does he? Yeah. I'm the hipster Spider-Man. You got too much facial hair. You're no, too that was rough. the second one. I can, I can swing with a with a lush beard and a fedora. <laughs> I love it. I keep my fedora on. Yeah. So you liked you like you know I I like the third one too. Uh, you know a lot of people hate the third one because yeah, the, 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 the dance the one scene. Where he danced, yeah. that was but I come so on. Dumb, but I feel I like I feel like that makes sense because he's he's yeah, still a lot nerd. of people hate. To, I love Tobey Maguire. I, I liked no one played a bad. What's the second guy? Uh, Andrew. Andrew Garfield. Andrew I thought his Spider-Man ruled. No, his Spider-Man was good. And it, what I love my favorite Spider-Man scene is when he is in the alley and screwing with a criminal yes. and going, "Okay, get another shot, get another shot." That was totally Spider-Man. Like, dude, I'm yes. in the '70s comic right now. He just, he just didn't really fit the uh, the Peter Parker aspect. A lot of people were upset about his portrayal. Like on the new Peter. one that they actually gave Tom Holland, he had a like a Brooklyn accent. No other yes, I'm yes. like, I'm like, speaking with Daredevil, I love Daredevil. I was like, can and we have our New York guys speak like they, uh, what's his face from uh, Punisher? Uh, hell, what's his name? Shane from Walking Dead. Shane from Walking Dead. <laughs> exactly. I love that dude. I think he's great. Dude's great, man. And uh, he yeah, he yes. does I get it. Whenever I see those scenes. I do too. I'm like, yeah. oh. Our personal, the band's favorite character is coming out in the video. He's a violent assassin killer named Reaper. Reaper. Who That's in true. the future stormed the beaches call. of North Korea? Yep. Yeah, he stormed the beaches of North Korea and got some PTSD. <laughs> and when the drug cartel takes over the American government and fuses with our politicians, he became a contract killer, and his girlfriend burned up alive due to his own actions. He brought her back. Via cybernetics, it became an underground killer called Reaper. I didn't even know that part. <laughs> are, you, are you saying that this is not accurate? Because that sounds real. <laughs> that sounds pretty it's much. In the works. It's in the works. Yeah, and Reaper lives true. in an old missile silo in the New York Harbor where a general has him do his corporate hits and his political hits. And he comes out with a drone and... <laughs> Reaper just comes out of the darkness and mauls people, and he fights the uh, his main adversary is the Spiders in the Dark, who are a cannibal cult gang, who are street enforcers for a uh, a drug dealer named Wizard. <laughs> and he sells a new methamphetamine. Is he always uh, introduced like that? He pretty much <laughs> wizard. He sells a methamphetamine. If you overdose on it, you will rip somebody apart and rape them apart. 
And it, that is pretty much the drug, and everyone's into it, and it makes people hypersexual or hyperviolent if you do too much. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, Wraith is a, we wrote a song called A Spider in the Dark, and it was uh, his uh, pretty much, you know, philosophy on life, and uh, there is no love, and he uses uh, sodomy and cannibalism as uh, forms of, and I, I wanted to take the, uh, the male fear of being raped in prison. Most guys don't want to go to jail because, like, they don't want to be sodomized. Like, they, you know, the whole Me Too movement. I'm going, well, how's it feel, guys? So I wanted to make a character that made that fear real on the outside of prison that if you mess with him, he's going to sodomize you against your will. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you thought this, this band was for the kids, huh? It's not. We, yeah. It's all X-rated stuff. So I wanted to put that fear in, in uh, the average male. Ooh, Gross. And, uh, yeah, that's how uh, women feel in certain situations and in and, and lonely parking lots. I go, imagine if your mortal enemy swears to rape the fuck out of you. Not awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Not yeah. a good feeling. You feel. heard it here first, folks. Not awesome. <laughs> Not awesome. <laughs> Something I'm not down with. But yeah, the Wraith is uh, the leader of the Spiders in the Dark in the video. I showed you guys a snippet of it. We got digital effects. We spent a copious amount of money on it, and it's going to be crazy. We got six foot ten guy playing Wraith. He does not rape in the video. Okay. I'll let you guys know. What? And we had yeah. we had an extra. Look, look out for the no. We tried to write it into the video, but it just wouldn't fly. <laughs> we had an extra who plays a clone of his younger self and his older Asian gangster self. And he goes, "Am I getting so- I I can't be down with getting sodomized in the video." I'm like, "Trust me, it's just a it's a flashback. You won't. You guys will be wrestling. That's what it is. Wrestling. <laughs> I was like, "You will not get Ned Batied." Uh, one, uh, we, we actually make uh, some uh, video projects as well, and uh, one of the one of the scenes I wrote that we never got to film was I wanted a serial killer to rape one of his victims and then cut his throat while still raping him and finger his throat. And I thought that would Whoa, be... Whoa, that's a bit much, buddy. Well, there you, <laughs> you need to calm down. there it is. But, uh, but we... <laughs> we should co-write some. There's a Netflix original in there somewhere. We... Uh, we... We... <laughs> Maybe we should come Then there's that. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, we we got we got one of our uh, shitty films yeah. on Amazon Prime. <laughs> Hell yeah, man! So we can get it on Amazon if you ever need a film on Amazon. Right. Yeah, absolutely, man. <laughs> Have you ever thought about uh, doing a feature film with y'all's fi- uh, music? Cool, uh, it's. <laughs> On the table now that we have a beheading, a heart rip, we got everything in this video. I mean, this is basically motorcycle scenes, we need a film werewolf. quality stuff. I, think just a I know, yeah. He, he showed me uh, a amount clip of time or, of a song. somewhere. Yeah, I'm good at tricking people with talent to do stuff for free. Because <laughs> I know, because there are bands that you know they they've made you know feature films like a Nightwish. I know Nightwish made that imaginary uh, imaginarium and they had like a bunch of their songs integrated into that. Uh, oh wow, that's film cool. and stuff. And you guys uh, kind of kind of fit that mold of y'all could do something like that. Absolutely, we are trying to beat the Nazi werewolf craze. Uh, it's in comics right now, and I know they had dog soldiers and a couple crappy movies, but we got a great makeup effects guy that we could do a sweet. Werewolf Nazi. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine being like in fear and terror and trying to get away from an actual werewolf? Like, there's oh, no God, fucking can't. getting away. There's no, no there's like, no. The You're screwed. You might as well just lay down. Fuck it, it's over. Just tear oh. through the house. Tommy and I, we have a song called Moving in Shadows. Bad. You punch it in the nose. 
Don't you watch the Discovery? We <laughs> reach its nose. It's bigger than you. We have a song on our way to sound called Moon in the Shadows, and it is a long, epic story of a of werewolf and how he feels about being a werewolf. I think it's a metaphor for alcoholism, but, you know, whatever. Story of Tommy Johnson. I would say it's uh, me and Tommy are big fans of uh, American Werewolf in London, Wolfen. How the howling there's man the 80s was great. on some werewolf shit and then I don't know why they, I mean, the, there needs to be a new like good not a CGI a practical effects werewolf like two years ago at least I know I know someone was uh, working on a uh, a new American no is it like werewolf in a London they were make they're making oh, really? another one like a remake, but, but the uh, the writer is kind of in trouble and so he's kind of been uh, under Max Landis I don't know if you know oh, Max, yeah, Max Landis. Landis I know who he is yeah John Max Landis's son yeah right? yeah, okay. yeah yeah Max oh, Landis he kind of got in uh, some trouble for some diddling? Uh, what did he do? To he, he he allegedly, uh, allegedly he was Alleged, I mean, he must have been uh, kind really of aggressive towards women <laughs> allegedly. Classic. Uh, allegedly so, classic. Allegedly. You know, before all the political wreck stuff and all that, like, don't you just know decency? Right. Like, you know, I don't go to McDonald's line and start talking about all the girls I banged in front of three-year-olds. Yeah. I'm like, or in front of women. I'm like, I mean, you know, before all that PC stuff, like, don't you just have reasonable ideas about society and just not <laughs> no talk about certain up. things yeah. <laughs> and just act right come on man uh do, do you guys think that uh you know music <laughs> music hasn't really been touched as much as say like comedy i know a lot of comedians right now are kind of uh right there in the trying to watch what they say and not make the jokes but music hasn't really been touched yet do you have any like uh do you ever think about maybe one day music might get touched by these uh PC culture. No, they already because, tried with the PMRC and all that, and it it just Molly, right Molly Crew is getting the stupid. Netflix series. It, the Dirt is the nastiest, greatest, awful rock book I've ever read in my life. It blows away Jim Morrison's Led Zeppelin's. And the fact they're filming that, I would say uh, the crew's bands are semi bulletproof. Well, they're, they're part of the hang-up, too, is that all these, a lot of these comedians are not being criticized for the jokes they made. In most cases, it's for the things they did. And then people go, oh, wait, these jokes seem like they might be based in truth. Yeah. Right. If, uh, if... Uh, uh, 30 minutes. Whoa! Yeah, we're good, man. Let's get a round of brews. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if it, if, it were, if it were a thing where these bands were singing about things, and it, if it turned out we were actually uh, contract killers that were out here killing, uh, killing people for drug dealers, maybe they would look at our content of our music a little more closely. But the, the difference is that a lot of these comedians were out here actually doing bad shit in varying degrees of bad shit. And then they get called out and go, oh, man, these jokes kind of had some reality to them. Oh, yeah. We haven't yet. We haven't yet shot God in the face, so they don't put too much weight <laughs> on our songs. Right. Thank you, sir. Oh, well, shit. well, that, well. That brings me to a, a very prominent question. Uh, like, if you look on Google, one of the main things that is Googled for Boba Flex is 
Is Boba Flex a Christian band? I'm going to go ahead and insert uh, Fran Drescher laugh. <laughs> we have it's a song number, called Pray to the Devil. It's the number yeah, yeah, one well, you know, It's the number one Googled question about Boba Flex. Really? It really? Yes. Because <laughs> we have the cross on one thing, but we, I wrote a song called Pray to the Devil to show. <laughs> I mean, I'm generally going to... Uh, a pentagram belt buckle at the gym and a pentagram hat. I'm like, this band is totally powered by Satan. It's, it's really weird how often people are surprised by the fact that a bunch Ooh, of long-haired, shit. tattooed, pot-smoking, beer-drinking musicians are not like just hard by the book Christians. Hard to believe. You think? I pray to Satan every day. To my teeth. <laughs> I hear it every night before he goes to bed. He's right under me. He's right. right under me. I hear him do it. So uh, <laughs> I hang up, hang upside down the bus. You see him? Oh! <laughs> I'm like, oh, Sean's going to bed. So I listen to Led Zeppelin backwards. My sweet Satan. Our record players don't even play forwards. They just play backwards. So uh, I actually first uh, heard of Boba Flex back in 2006. Imagine that. I uh, I found you guys. On which I hope maybe you can get, add some context to this. I found you guys deep in the heart of some weird juggalo website. Down at the very bottom, you had two uh, out. You had two your uh, primitive epic and uh, apologize for nothing. Yeah, apologize for nothing. We're both down there, and that's how I discovered you guys was on Hell this yeah. website. Uh, why are you featured on this juggalo website? <laughs> we went on a uh, juggalo tour way back, way back in the day, and. Uh, Man, it was brutal. Was that with Twisted? Twisted. We were out with yeah. Twisted, and my brother hated it because they gave us the finger and cussed us every night, but I enjoy being the heel every night. Being the heel out of juggling. Ah, dude, yeah, I, love, I, I put my chest out, and I'm just like, yeah. It's, it's because you had the, the Satan belt buckle. That's See? what it was. It, well, that was part of it. <laughs> <laughs> And then I flat out a Christian organization. The are, yeah. Yeah. I told them on on the mic every time you boo me, it makes me sexually excited, and I will have an <laughs> orgasm. Keep booing me. Keep booing me. Keep booing me. <laughs> so in Atlanta, we actually had the crowd on our side for once, and it was brutal. And they were on our side, but this guy kept calling me the F A G G O T word. And he kept coming up closer, so I kept licking my lips, <laughs> kissing faces at him to, you know, make make sure that he knew that I was interested. And uh, <laughs> I was interested. Once he got close, he got close to the barricade. I bum rushed him, came to the thing, I was going to punch him in the face, and he ran so fast he knocked two people over. <laughs> and once the crowd saw, I turned on the juggalos. Dude, they threw two liter bottles. Nickels, quarters, oh, lighters, dude, it was Fago <laughs> all day. Dude, we had the crowd to pump our hand, but three quarters of the gig I did that, and dude, they turned on me. Jesus, oh man, yes. it was on, son. Who's, uh, whose idea was it to tour with the uh, Juggalos? The label. Yeah. We're on a record label back in the day, and they thought oh, it'd be a good crowd for you guys to pick up on. And the guys and Twisted, the guys were cool. Uh, the rap dudes are cool, but uh, man, we were the oh yeah, yeah we were the only cool. rock band on an all rap tour. I know down in this bottom list, it shows like marketing. rock. Yeah. It was it was labeled as rock juggalo groups, and you guys were there. And then uh, um, some I can't remember the other band uh, name. They sing a big badass and something. I can't. I know the songs. I just can't remember what the fuck they're called. We used to be more of a a little bit of a system of a down style like change music styles within one song you know and change the tempo we were into that in 2005 so 
I call it thump, clatter, bang, rock. Um, <laughs> there's, I'm not going to name the bands, but there are bands in that genre, and we just wanted to get away from it. We got That's how we got the Juggalo tour. I'm like, I don't want to be thump, clatter, bang, rock. Like Warner Brothers theme music. Oh my god! And I love System of Down. It's one of my favorite bands. OC, do not copy, please. Yeah, I you know I always thought that you know your 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 first and really second album were very experimental to say the least. Is what ultimately was that? What ultimately made you change the change to more of a single rock style? Um, well, we went back to our roots, uh, from our childhood and, uh, man, I really hated, despise singing to all dudes at the show, the big fat guys, their shirts <laughs> off running into each other, mosh, but yeah, brother, and I would sing to the crowd to be a guy holding my hand, singing lyrics back to me, and I thought, this sucks. <laughs> There's no chick Fuck here. This. So y'all saw me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, man, fuck this shit. This sucks. There's no girls in the crowd. I'm singing to a fat guy, and I was like, fuck this, man. I'm shallow. I don't care. <laughs> Blows singing to dudes. At least a skinny guy. Come on. <laughs> I mean, come on. At least almost a girl would be cool. It's like, it's like I see that fat guy at every show. <laughs> every remind, we love you, fat guy. We just wanted some chicks there too. <laughs> exactly. And I love. Uh, we got plenty of fat guy fans, and I love fat guys, but. I want to mix in with actual females would be cool. And it, once I saw that, I, I actually physically got depressed. Oh, God. That I saw all dudes. I'm like, this sucks. This is not what I signed That's up for. That's when y'all came up with pretty razors and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> no, See? We got the younger kids on that one. Now, you said, uh, you said back to your roots. What were you guys doing before Primitive Epic? Man, I was in college, and, and Tommy was a damn concrete driver. Yeah. And we, uh, we, we Tommy and I, <laughs> and Marty and I, um, the core members, we grew up on the same block. So we had two bands. Tommy had a drum kit, and I had a crappy drummer on the other side of the room. And we, we played uh, Zeppelin, Guns N' Roses, Queen. We just played all the classics growing up. And uh, we just decided, let's just be a damn rock band. I'm like, I don't want to mess with all this experimental bullshit. Yeah. And... Made a lot more money and became independent, and I can buy my own soda now. <laughs> and it's not Fago. It's not Fago. <laughs> it's real diet cola. Now, uh, uh, back in the MySpace days, you guys had a, uh, there was a uh, conspiracy going around about you guys. I don't know if you ever heard of this conspiracy. Explain to the audience. Yeah, please. Well, yeah. Go. Oh, yeah. MySpace used okay. to be uh, Facebook. Yeah, yeah, the early Facebook. It was Facebook, but you can control what music was played on yours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah you Facebook, you don't even like get music on I was in, like, middle school. It was the best. It was, it was all right. But uh, there's a conspiracy that the uh, Canadian Illuminati have been uh, oh, black go. blacklisted. You guys from what? Probably what? That's probably from. Are we getting to the nickel black era? Yes. Wow. Uh, this is awesome. Uh, can Keep you going. send me the link to this so conspiracy? They, uh, well, I can't. I, I there was like a tad bit of it. Like I said, back in MySpace days, I can never find. That's why I wanted to bring this up to get that again to see what y'all think on that. Uh, <laughs> Is there any truth that during an X-Fest that you met Nickelback and Nickelback was kind of shady towards you guys? You know, I was probably pretty hammered back then, <laughs> as I am now. Um, I, no, man. Nickelback is... Uh, nope. 
That's not true. Okay. <laughs> I can confirm that is <laughs> not true. Maybe we set something on stage and pissed off Canadians. I don't know. You don't have to say much, man. We played with them in North Dakota at a outdoor show, and they, I have to admit, Nickelback ruled. Yeah. They played Metallica songs. They were freaking awesome live. I mean, I'm having my hands up in the air like a fangirl. Yeah. Like, they blew my mind live. Like, Nickelback, I don't care if you don't like their music. These guys yeah. can play, and the band is tight, and they totally motherfucking rule live. I'm not going to lie. I look at photographs all the time. Uh, <laughs> it really, really hit the common denominator with the people there looking at photographs yeah. and he married Avril Lavigne which was like what half his age and that That's was a, a score for yeah, me and the, but the, the some for, it really pissed off the some 41 guy because <laughs> she Avril Lavigne was with him and she left him for Nickelback oh, oh man, man. <laughs> he's almost a hobbit <laughs> which I like some 41 Let me take yeah, that back. I love you guys take us on tour take us on tour us I'm on sorry tour. I'm sorry <laughs> So, <laughs> so yeah, I can't, I can't imagine where this rumor came from. Yeah, I, yeah. I can only assume it was. Uh, I think it was on your song, "Sell Out." You kind of do mention Nickelback, oh, telling you not to. Uh, oh, did you? You in "Sell Out," you 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 started saying like, "It's the same shit, it's the same shit all the time," and all that, and you said, "Hey, Mr. Nickelback," that's what it was. and it made it oh, sound like, "Damn, I never thought about that." <laughs> and it made Fuck. and it made it and it made it sound like that you were telling Nickelback. Uh, that they yeah, don't want to take their ball. advice of not screaming. So I didn't know. That might our songs. I think you. I think you found the uh, gold goose there. <laughs> that might. Whoopsies! <laughs> Sorry, Mr. Kroger. That is. Because uh, <laughs> yeah, so, so things like that happen. Like people it's might mention cheese. something, and like you don't know that you may have offended somebody, and like get blacklisted from things. So I know that happened, that happened recently with a rapper. Maybe uh, that's what's happening. Maybe <laughs> 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 the puzzle pieces are getting put together. <laughs> this is where we all fucked up. Secret conspiracy, but like so people to make sure that y'all just yeah. If if Nickelback's people, whoever they are, conspired to work against us, that's cool enough to be worth the negativity <laughs> right, of it all. Right. You're like, so, by the way, guys. Maybe y'all should lead with that. Uh, Mr. Nickelback, I'm sorry. I love you guys. It says, hey, Mr. Nickelback, can you write a hit for me? <laughs> the Their new Said like metal song that came out like two years ago was badass. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's kind of gone. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. They rock. Fuck it. I'll say it. Yeah. <laughs> Is the bear going to provide drinks yet? Y'all went to... Who'd y'all first sign with? Um... It was Mushroomhead's label, I believe. Clips Records. I can't Clips. say much about it because he, oh, okay. he might come upon a bush. And, and uh, I can't even say that. I don't even. Let's just talk. Moving about on. It. Moving <laughs> okay. on. I'm sorry. You gotcha. You talked about me. Then. I'm sorry. So then we went to uh, TVT Records after that label. And uh, and TVT ended up uh, they go they went bankrupt. Were y'all aware of uh, nope. of the? No, nope. we uh, put out home as a single. Did the whole uh, honeymoon. Went to Atlanta with a great producer. Uh, sat there for a month and ate hamburgers and drank with the producer. Worked and did pre pro. We did the whole big album thing you read about about albums. Yeah. And lived in a city with a producer. It was brilliant. And then the single came out, and she went bankrupt. Jesus, yep. big heartbreaker, man. Because home, was a, home was a big song for us, and was really hitting. And 
No funds, bro. So uh, you guys had no idea what was about to happen. Nope. Uh, Just. At one point, did y'all? Did y'all? Um, oh man. One of your uh, one of your guitarists left during this time. To uh, our thing, I was around Chemical Valley, was it? Yep. Mike Steele. Was was that based off of the issues happening? No, he yeah, had personal things? issues. On, oh, okay. I'm not gonna talk crap All about right, him. Yeah. <laughs> He's an awesome guy uh, and one of the best performers live ever. And he was a brilliant performer, and uh, he had some personal issues, and we just couldn't deal at the time. If we were Motley Crue, we would have sent him to, you know, a home somewhere for six months, but we didn't have the money, and, yeah. and love the guy, I miss him, and uh, he was a great performer. And uh, but no, it wasn't do that. Now between uh, Hell in My Heart and um, Tales from Dirt Town, there's a long jump in between that. What uh, what caught? What, we couldn't uh, we couldn't release a record back then because a bank owned us during that bankruptcy, and we had to go through. We had Pitbull. We had Pitbull's bankruptcy attorney. No, so we just wrote songs. That's why when you look at Hell of a Heart, there's like 17 tracks. We wrote that many songs. And oh God! Yeah. <laughs> How does that even work? They just they just owned you. We we finally filed bankruptcy, which uh, kills. In the future, if anyone wants to know, it kills all executory contracts so if you have to and you're in a bad contract bankruptcy sucks but that's how we got out of it and finally that was the final straw we didn't want to do that but that's what we did Sometimes yeah got away from it released hell of my heart and and uh chemical valley then hell of my heart and tune core and spotify took off and bam best thing the band ever did yeah <laughs> So, so um, just a, a brief indicator. What would you say to maybe like some younger bands starting out or, or things like that? Something that would a bit of advice for them that way they could avoid maybe a similar situation. God damn! Don't put your signature on shit. <laughs> Do not sign any fucking thing in your life unless you're absolutely parental guidance. Sure. Um, a record deal, I don't even know what that means anymore. Unless you're going to be a pop star, star or whatever. I'm like, eh. Yeah, they, they, yeah. They, they, it's called a 360 deal. They want to take your merch. They want to take your show, buddy. So if you don't get David Bowie big, you're not making... It's worse than it was in the 80s or 90s. Before, they just took most of your uh, music. You can make all the touring money, t-shirt money, publishing money. They want it all, man. They're dying. They know it. They're trying to grab anything they can because sales itself is dropping. We had a deal with a certain major label, and I won't say the name, but they wanted 50% of merch to sign. 50%. Now, you take out your cost of merch, your taxes, your manager. I mean, what's... Hey, you're done. With that, like, what would even be the incentive to go and play live? If you if you I mean, if you were like freaking Lady Gaga and you were a, a national staple, you'd make money. Yeah. But if you're not going to be a cultural global icon, I bet it's not going to work out. For I can, I can well, see that really disheartening a lot of bands. They get yeah. out there and they just are ready to fucking. It's just go constant home. hard work. You can go out and play for fifteen hundred people a night, and it would if they're taking that much off top, you're still going to be living in your mom's basement. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Is there anything that a record label can do that? as a independent artist yourself can't do yeah the radio budget man they could put six okay. figures into radio so the money so two three hundred thousand dollar radio campaign you can't compete with that we we as an independent artist we compete with radio campaigns and and do our own funding but i can't do a damn god smack 
universal yeah. money. Yeah. But we still hold our own and get in the forties, thirties. Um and you gotta have that presence, man, because uh people say radio's dead, but it's not. Yeah. It you know what? Almost for us it's it's show promotion. Sure, it might not kick your numbers up on Spotify, but as far as shows go, there's still that mechanic that kicks on his local rock station on at 8 a.m. and listens to it all day, and you can't forget that guy. And so, he's there, and he comes to shows, and he buys T-shirts. So I'm still with you, mechanic guy that listens to us all day. The, the running joke is that back in the 70s, live shows were a sales tactic to get people to buy albums, yeah. and now albums are just a sales tactic to get people to come to your show shows, and buy your yeah. T-shirts. Exactly, especially with, like, just... You can just YouTube any song. Oh, yeah. Or you, oh, just, yeah. you can get any song for free. But you know what, man? Um, Spotify, our Spotify numbers surpassed our iTunes numbers last year. And now that everyone's streaming, man, it's like it's working out finally. I hated Spotify at first. And, uh, but it's come through here in the last year and change. <laughs> it's it's worked out, man. Uh, we have it recorded. It's it's all good. <laughs> Maybe not mine. Yeah, man. It's been uh, it's been great. Spotify's kicked ass for us, man. It's been it's been the breadwinner. We've been doing good with no single on the radio, and it's it's been you know a safety net financially. So Spotify, man, is it's coming to its own, and the the lists, all that. I just uh, did a uh, Uber drive with a uh, Florida guy was going to the gym in the morning and he had only heard of us through spotify and he yeah. liked five figure death punch and he said that spotify said hey you might like this too never heard us on the radio never heard a friend just totally through spotify i got a new fan see and that's something that's really cool like uh, us as a podcast as well we're we're now able to put our stuff up on spotify as yeah well. hell it's yeah way more attention than anything that we've done in the past so yeah. it's that's, it's just so much really easier cool. to connect things that you already exactly. like to something new and that you might And you don't think about it like because people future. pay 10 bucks a month and you still get the money for the spins. And I've got a sometimes side job where I tear houses out and one of the construction workers put Bubble Flex on all day from 8 a.m. on Spotify. He played every album all day. I mean, I was like, stop playing me. <laughs> and... There's you just don't think I've heard this? Working <laughs> class guys that just, you know, they get their Spotify, man. They like a band, and you don't have to mess the radio or anything, man. So that makes us money, man. Yeah. Are there uh, are there some, like, go-to songs, potential fan? What are the go-to songs you would give them from Boba Flex? It really depends on the fan. If they're uh, if they're wearing a, a black denim vest or something, maybe we'll show them something a little heavier. Like, well, gun, right. Guns is always a good go-to. Bear with my guns on. That's kind of a universal. That's our biggest lover, woman, man. Sometimes, if a if a woman wants to hear something, maybe we'll show them like uh, you don't want to know or off with your head or something. Generally, that pushes a little more towards the female-oriented yeah. side of uh, side of fans. But yeah, there's, if a guy comes in with like spikes all over his jacket and stuff, a guy, oh man, you might like Nightmare or uh, Pray to the Devil or something. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, That's pretty awesome. Um, uh, you got to read the fan. <laughs> I know one of your uh, one of your biggest songs. I think well, not maybe not your biggest songs, but one of your most played songs on the radio that I remember was uh, was Bad Man. And, yep. Um, uh, would you consider that one of your biggest songs, or is there another song that we got to play it every night? So oh, do yeah. you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we that play it. Be the top five, I'd say. <laughs> yeah, it's a good one, man. It made a lot of money on uh, digital sales and. Uh, did yeah, they, they played it on Octane, and I think they played it on Faction, uh, when Faction was still yeah, on uh, yeah. Sirius. And so, um, 
was a good one. So, um, kind of a, a real quick uh, uh, discussion topic. I know that a couple of y'all are uh, gamers as well. Um, what's besides Fortnite? What are, what are y'all's mains? <laughs> this is Not the Fortnite. <laughs> yeah. This is the gamer. I'm, yeah, I'm the only gamer in this chair. I'll take. All right, son. Here we go. Like just in general? Yeah, just in general. Um, well, did. definitely not Fortnite. Not a battle royale guy. Okay. Yeah, I can't no get judgment. into it. I tried I everything. Played Fortnite. I don't know. It's, uh, it's probably cool. It's I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, recently it's been um, I've been into Red Dead Redemption Two. Oh shit! Been playing that. That's oh, actually that's something we were gonna. Bring yeah, up, we we, uh, we almost forgot yep. to bring that up. Yep, Red Dead Redemption Two. Uh, very overwhelming game, oh, but man. I'm yeah. trying to make time for it um other than that man I, i'll i'll play anything my favorite game of all time is anything resident evil oh yeah there yeah you go. There you go. i'm a big horror movie guy i love horror movies zombies and shit it's awesome uh that's i don't know i'm an open book with that shit man like that's just right now it's just been red dead redemption 2 i've been playing injustice 2 as well because i'm excited for a new mortal Kombat. And that's oh yeah you see uh, ronda game. rousey's yeah. gonna be uh sonya sonya yep. Yep. kind of cool you didn't see yeah. that no, yes yeah. really cool oh hell Really cool. Um, Thanks, bud. Real bud. You're a real bud, bud. Okay, let me do the game, but not do the game. Okay. So, um, yeah, one of the big things about uh, Red Dead Redemption that we're going to bring up is something for uh, you and your brother's background as well. Yeah, y'all's family's in it. Oh. What? Red? Uh, it's got the McCoys in it? Yes, it has the McCoy versus Hatfield. It's only Cowboy game, so that's one. Yeah, it has the McCoy versus Hatfield. And you get to uh, you get to di- disrupt the families and stuff and cause them to go to war. What? That's. But you cause them to go to war. I didn't even know. That. You know what? My sound man. Why didn't you tell me somewhere. that, Jake? He's he's the big. Know. Our sound man is pretty much has a game lodged into his cerebellum. Oh yeah, they are uh, our light and sound guy. They've been playing uh, PUBG on their phone. Oh yeah. Oh shit. Oh, so huge PUBG guy. Cussing little kids out online. Oh man. Uh, he's also been playing Far Cry. Uh, if they ever want to team up on Twitch, do a Twitch stream with Eamon. Yeah, I'm pretty, I'm pretty big into the whole uh, Twitch scene. Oh, yeah. No, not really PUBG. I played a little bit of Fortnite, but that's just, I mainly was playing on PlayStation. And okay. I didn't have that's what we had with Fortnite. Like Fortnite. Huh? Like Fortnite. A question our buddy uh, Timmy wanted to ask us is a, a particular question about... Um, Timmy, now don't call Tim. Tim. Tim, sorry, Tim. <laughs> Tim, he wanted us to ask you about the song, uh, I'm Glad You're Dead. Is that a personal song? Yeah, did you write it about somebody? It was actually about a fan who had an abusive father who lamented oh. her story to me. So I was inspired by that. Just read a song about it. We'll say her name on. Okay. In public, but it's a true story from a fan, and uh, it came from somewhere real for sure. Who are you glad they're dead? <laughs> Tim, to Tim, let us know who. Yeah, who, Tim, who do you uh, who are you glad that's dead? This is the internet. So you guys, uh, you guys have been releasing new albums uh, since since y'all's come back from that little period. You've been releasing albums every two years. This year would be y'all's uh, every two years. Yeah, man. Uh, probably around fall. 
We're thinking about calling it Infinity Road because that's what we're on. We don't know yet. They come back. Um, <laughs> Just like, but we're wanting to really like pack this one, and we got new management, and we're really looking forward to uh, packing this one with some some, some shit. How'd yeah. you uh, How'd you get hooked up with the new management? Uh, he owned a vodka company, liked us, and uh, was a great talker. And we're we're kind of doing it like a little. Year run. Did you did you put your like name a on horse something? Too. Okay, yeah, that was the next question. <laughs> did you did you put your name on something? <laughs> Not yet, but <laughs> we, we will. But uh, yeah, he 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 seems good. Uh, we had, yeah, Jeff's a great guy. Yeah, Jeff's awesome, and uh, we're looking forward to the new year and getting to Europe and South America. That's our big. That's oh our big goal, yeah, man. that's really awesome. We actually have some. We actually have a uh, some fans in Uganda and uh, Ireland. <laughs> Sweet. We have a we have a Uganda uh, nomination right now. Yeah, we're currently. Uh, oh shit! But we're but we're losing right. We're, we're <laughs> but we're losing to a DJ Nimrod and DJ Lauren. Do you think Uganda <laughs> win? Oh snap! Yeah, I'll turn myself down. Cricket. <laughs> <laughs> is it? Is it just? There's a come back. Do you no. know? Do you wait? No. <laughs> no. There's more, more, more yeah. than you think. You're missing yeah, the best interview ever. John said a bunch of stuff about werewolves. Yeah, it's fine. If 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 one of your previous record labels contact you, just block the number. Absolutely. I said we will not speak of his name or. Label. Let's <laughs> I move forward. Say, no, we can't talk of him. He'll come up behind a bush and shoot. You're doing it again. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, how many songs do you have written for this upcoming album? Well, We're about five or six already, right? Two of them are recorded, and there's yeah, there's about a we half a dozen. Two, and we got choruses and pieces all over the place. It's a pretty chaotic jumble, as you know, as it usually is. It's a bunch of pieces, and we. Go, oh wait, oh this could work with your song. What if we put these two things together? We decided to tackle the gun thing. We're not a political band, but there's a couple of songs that that uh, cover that subject. Current events. Current yeah. events and right, you know, say we don't want to be a political band but at the same time it's something we can't ignore. So there's maybe two, maybe possibly three songs around it's they're not party songs, that's for sure. Okay. Okay, so they're more like a, a serious direction. Yeah, yeah. way more serious. No, no space wizards or no space. There'll wizard. be some space wizards, guys. <laughs> don't worry. No we'll meat killers. I mean, meat killers. Callback. Uh, are there any songs that you guys don't play anymore? <laughs> turn, turn, turn <laughs> well, the heat up is one big one. You don't play "Turn the Heat Up" no more. No, I've I've heard "Turn the Heat Up" yelled out by some fan in the crowd every night since I joined the band, and I've never known how to play that song. Do you know those like you know those signs that you'll see at factories yep. that say how many days since somebody's been injured? Like it's been 96 days since somebody's been since their last injury. We need a sign for that, like how many days it's been since somebody yelled "Turn the Heat Up." What did you hear? Oh, sorry, I had to take a Yeah, you missed the Canadian Illuminati. <laughs> yeah, what's this? The uh, the whole uh, uh, Nickelback conspiracy that maybe uh, uh, during um, maybe meeting them or uh, during a song sell out may have rubbed them <laughs> rubbed them wrong. It's referred to as the Nickelback. Oh, okay. Maybe that's what that's, happened. You've heard that? Yes. It was well back in. T- it, it's awesome. been it's been it kind of died down that that. Well, I just wanted oh, to see. I like to yeah, think that. In my, my I like to think that Chad Kroger's got a poster of us that he throws <laughs> knives into every day today. <laughs> yeah. I never heard that, but that's awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. 
That was the thing. Though. The song wasn't dissing him. We were like, hey, we hey, asked Mr. our manager. Back, we wrote a song for me. Said something you must learn to sing. That's all you I'm do is scream. We asked our manager. It was like, we asked our managers, like, because he knew him. Uh, or the guy at TVT knew him because of uh, what was the one band wasting my time? Oh, so Nickelback caused him to break bankrupt. They bought him out and shut. Maybe <laughs> well, we, we asked him. We asked him. He's like, "Hey, uh, this Chad Kirk guy's really killing it. You think maybe he could write a song for us?" And he goes, "I'll ask him." And then, uh, like a few days later, he goes, "Ah, he's not interested." Go, well, that's what we put the lyrics in. <laughs> he's like, "No, he's not interested." He said you guys are scream rock. I go, okay. "Oh, so, oh, is that what it was? <laughs> scream rock." And then uh, maybe you heard it, and you, uh, maybe you got the wrong impression by the, uh, it's the same shit. It's the same shit all the time. Trying <laughs> 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 to do her self any favors. You're all blind. The song, okay, so the song was actually about people saying that we sold out. Oh, really? We heard, oh, they're on yeah. TVT now. Now, they, now they've sold That's out. That's weird. W- weren't y'all just on a bigger label? Eclipse? Uh, is Eclipse, or Eclipse is smaller. Oh, what? Let's, let's, not, let's not even pretend. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> he, said, he just said nothing was nothing in a nothing. Okay. And let's talk about nothing. So, yeah, so and we after nothing TV, happened. Went to TVT and, and uh, mm-hmm. we like were really excited because they had all these great bands and, and things were going really, really well. But uh, a lot of our fans were like, oh, man, they're a bunch of sellout dicks now. They think they're better than everybody. I'm like, I still live in a van. I don't think I'm better than anybody. <laughs> so that's what that song was about. So sorry, Chad. It wasn't, I think you uh, misunderstood. It's just, yeah. Please, please lift the curse. Context <laughs> matters. It's like it's almost like singing songs is almost like texting. <laughs> it's like you could get it right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, um, that's what I said. Makes sense. I forgot what a good song it was. I hope you so like it. Are you going to be good? Good to come. Yeah. Is, uh, potentially uh, like covers as well. I mean, y'all have some very impressive covers that you've done. Because uh, people, other people wrote those songs. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the running theme impressive here. Impressive songwriter. <laughs> That's what we said when we did uh, "Sound of Silence." It was really cool because um, people our age and older thought it was a great cover, and people younger than us thought we were just really great songwriters. Okay. Yeah, it worked out. Like, I love your song "Sound of Silence." I go, oh, cool. What it, like brings in the creative process on that. Set? How do you choose? Like songs to come. My brother sang Pink Floyd since he was like 13 on a four track on a Tascam. If any musicians out there know what a Tascam four track, how bad it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> and it, when he was a kid, he was singing Pink, Pink Tommy Floyd. Tommy and I are Pink Floyd crazy. Him and Tommy both were just Pink Floyd nuts. And so Disturbed did the the crushed us under their boot heel with uh, <laughs> their version of Sound of, Sil- Sound of Silence so we decided it was a time to move on and Tommy and I just forced it we like we just want to pretend like we're in Pink Floyd in the studio for two days and it ended up turning out pretty cool I'm not sure they crushed you guys I think uh, <laughs> financially they did financially yeah. they crushed you uh, I, I'm, I'm a disturbed fan so like I, I, I thought their version was maybe great maybe you're too. just ahead of your time that's what I say <laughs> It wasn't ready to release it. You just keep on doing Bam. stuff too early. Oh, I will I'm not diss uh, Disturbed. <laughs> Whether you like them or not, that is the tightest band in the universe. I, I know God, they're tight. <laughs> yeah, God, a killer live. Band. I know your uh, your early. I mean, your early albums sound a lot like. I don't know if you heard of Fever Three Three Three, but yeah. like, yeah, I mean, so ahead I mean, I feel like time. you've always been ahead. Of, yeah, always ahead of your time. I'd like to step back a little bit. <laughs> well, <laughs> I keep, we keep winning about ten pass. years too early. <laughs> came up with streaming and no one thought it was a great idea <laughs> <laughs> well uh we're we're nearing the uh, end we'll of the podcast is there anything Sorry. uh i've left out Eamon, um, that you want to get touch on 
I mean, I was just going to uh, jump into the creative process, but I mean, that's... Yeah, that's, that's good. Talked about let's that go. Shit all the time. Can you say let's go? All right, okay. Uh, well, <laughs> creative process. How, how that do? There's, there's, what do? There's five of us constantly trying to be in the spotlight in front of each other, so the creative process is pretty easy. If you uh, don't show up to practice, you will get left behind. You ever yeah. seen the? You ever seen like when a little kid is trying to impress his dad, like on the on the diving board? Watch me, dad. Watch me. That's all of us trying to write a song at the same time. Ah! Yeah, just everybody. Everybody writes and and. Yeah, yeah. Like, who's singing this one? I, Sean and I have we've never really argued too much, but there's been a couple times like, I want to fucking sing it. But uh, it's it's pretty fun. Like, everybody comes up with ideas, and, and they're coming out so fast that, like I said, you got to show up to practice early, or you will be like, I didn't even get to help write this song. Don't Sorry. let him lie. I, I give my brother all the best hooks. <laughs> he's, he's handing Can me I some. Can I sing that? Can I sing that? I'm like, fuck it, man. He's handing me some sure. good ones. Oh. <laughs> Another thing that I had asked earlier, I didn't really get your input on it though, is uh, but like maybe some of the younger bands or people just get into it. Mm -hmm. What are some of the things like? What's some just general advice? The internet is now powering everything, so yeah. take a class and figure out how to market yourself on the internet. Um, the big record labels are shaking in their boots uh, because kids are able to put out hit records in their bedrooms. And if it's marketed correctly and your brand is cool, then the sky is the limit. Yeah. yeah. So, really yeah. so are you it saying is. that your it's next exciting. song, your next single is going to be mumble rap? Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. I think that's pretty easy <laughs> to do because you don't, you're not really saying anything uh, no. as long as it's a cool <laughs> swing. Make sure to release it on, release on SoundCloud. SoundCloud, get a tattoo on my face. <laughs> exactly. Damn. I was listening to some in Walmart in my headphones. Shit's good. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. You know, I think it's cool. Like, it doesn't matter what you say as long as it's got a cool swing to it, we're in. Is there anything we left out that you would like to mention? Uh, his love at being a juggalo. Uh, during the <laughs> <laughs> uh, love you, Chad Kroger. Uh, what? What? Yeah, he said that, uh, that it was all your idea to uh, tour with uh, Twisted and uh, Drake. It was not. <laughs> My <laughs> idea was. Yeah, the label, I was like, hey, um. Buck Cherry's going out, and they go, oh, they're dead, man. We want you guys to go out with the Juggalos. We think it'd be great. And nothing against the Juggalos. They built something amazing. and, and You know what I mean? They're, they're all over the place, and it was, a, it was a hard tour, man. They didn't like us at all. But I was like, Buck Cherry's going out, and I'd really love to tour with Buck Cherry in there. And the label guy said, oh, they're dead, man. It's over for them. We, we're going to you know, go in this direction with the Juggalos. And as soon as they confirmed the tour, Crazy Bitch hit the radio. <laughs> oh, shit. That's a true story. Everywhere it was, hey, y'all, and fucking Buck Cherry, bam, right back to the top again. Yeah, and I was like, don't you, turn your back on rock and roll. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Shit. Never say someone's Once dead. Again, the curse. Yeah. Yep. Or the Chad Kroger. That's a Chad Kroger curse. Yeah. Yep. Chad Kroger curse. Please look the curse. He's got his they, Canadian voodoo they, coming down on his car. They call the record label. Hey, Canadian no, no, put him, put him with the uh, twisted. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Chad Kroger of maple syrup. Chad Kroger, please call me. I'll explain the song. Lift the curse. It's not about you. It's about us. Come up with a smoother terminology besides Canadian Illuminati. It's a are there any conspiracy theories that uh, you guys uh, believe in or talk about uh, or think? No, don't. <laughs> no conspiracy. We don't. We don't have enough time. <laughs> no time. I'm the conspiracy theory guy. You're the conspiracy. Guy. Okay, so you've given your uh, DNA to ancestry and all that. Absolutely not. Again, they said it has McCoy Hatfield on Red Dead. Red Dead Two has. Yeah, Red Dead. All right.
Yeah, I'm the, I'm the uh, conspiracy guy, but we won't get into that because I'll alienate 50% of my fan base. <laughs> I'd like to say well, that everything that's been said before this, all the way through, allegedly. Allegedly. I just want to get that out of the way. Everything life. is alleged. If you believe it, good. If you don't, it's fine. Thanks. <laughs> what we said, alleged, may be our opinions. And that's fine. Because this is opinions and beer. God, you tied that together. I've been sitting on the edge of my seat for hours for that one. Opinions and beer. Opinions and beer. Can't go wrong with opinions and beer. Opinions and beer. Opinions and beer. Cause all we got here are opinions. And, <laughs> and beer. There you go. Yeah. So I'm, I'm not sure where this, uh, where the mic's picking up at. We'll just uh, do our best. Right. <laughs> if anything, we'll just have. We can always just review this later. Like sometimes in our interviews, we'll just go back and and just uh, review the beers ourselves. Right. <laughs> that way we don't. No, no, you need my opinion on this. I know, right? Well, shit. You'll um, think about beer. So, uh, apologize for any, this is opinions in beer. Apologize for any audio uh, interface or inter issues that you may be hearing right now. We are, uh, <laughs> we are adapting to change. We are on the tour bus right now with Boba Flex. Woo! <laughs> hey, uh. Uh, we are going to be reviewing today's beer of the day is Dogfish Heads, The Grateful Dead, uh, American Beauty Pale Ale. It is 6.5% in alcohol by volume, and not even seeing the IBUs for this. But there's really nice artwork on it, and that makes me feel better about it. It's pretty good. Man. It's got the cute it little is. Grateful Dead Bears. <laughs> Grateful Dead Bears. Uh, so we're going to try this beer. Oh, shit, we're not supposed to start yet? Uh, no, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> no. <laughs> we just, we just, we just, we we, it's just our, we, it's our, uh, it's our, 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 it's mild hops. You can tell that the IBUs are probably closer to the, uh, uh, under 30, above 15, so probably around. <laughs> what would you rate this beer, Eamon? Um. Scale one to ten. I'll scale it one to ten. I know, like I'm, I'm not big on pale ale, so I can't fairly rate it, dude. I'm gonna give it uh, a shark on a bottle out of two bears. I'll give it two bears. How about that? <laughs> two bears. Two bears. No, 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 no one shark out of two Are bears. Are you a great okay, that fan? Ten to ten. Tell by your beard. My best friend is a <laughs> deadhead, and we live together, and I, we we fought regularly about his sublime choices and. And reggae, I'm like, can you stop playing your hippie bullshit? <laughs> your fucking hippie, your hippie bullshit. bullshit. Best friend. He just wants you to know he doesn't practice anything. <laughs> right. I would like to see it's got alcohol in it, so that's going up, moving up in numbers. So what what, what is seven. what is the scale? How how far is this bear scale? Oh, we kind of make it random. We kind of yeah, make shit up. Shit up. The, the, uh, in our show, it's like a who's, who's line it, whose line is it anyways? The rating doesn't matter. <laughs> the points don't matter. It's just uh, just a just a gimmick to uh, keep it a podcast. I mean, cause they said the to choose a theme. If five is the top notch, uh, 
I mean, I'll give it three. I mean, it's I'm not, good. I'm not, I'm not pale ale guy, but it's not offensive, and it's like I can drink it. In the yeah, yeah, no. yeah, yeah. It's not too bitter. Uh, once, once I cut into it, it got a bit smoother. I'm like not flowers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't really taste the uh, the honey notes like it advertises. <laughs> like no fucking honey. I so I give this. Uh, <laughs> once you said that, I. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's American Beauty. We're gonna uh, go ahead and uh, switch on over to the to the setup we have with the uh, podcast. Uh, so here we go. That was a great interview with Boba Flex. Uh, fun. That was a, a decent beer. Not the best from Dogfish Head. Not the worst. Apologies for any uh, sound quality that may have happened. Uh, uh, the disruptions, the uh, the sound that may have happened. The uh, so sometimes it may have been too loud, and sometimes it may have been too low. Um, uh, it's it's kind of difficult to keep the audio at the same level every uh, time we begin, and for some reason something always changes. Uh, also, the if you I don't know if you noticed, you probably did, but the beer review was actually eleven minutes. And you probably got probably got two minutes out of it because uh, at last minute, while, when we were there filming, we started recording the uh, the podcast, the beer review, and unbeknownst to us, uh, apparently it's super uh, illegal. Well, not necessarily illegal, but like you could lose your um, your liquor license for letting people bring beer from outside of the venue. Discovered this information <laughs> and so we had to transfer to the tour bus and uh, we weren't about to uh, bring all of our equipment onto the bus um, that was just it's just like a lot of stuff and wires and and it's, the bus was kind of a, a across the across the street and I didn't want to uh, carry all this um, spe- uh, easy damaged equipment easy damageable equipment <laughs> across the street I would have to put it all back up and we we had just got it set up so wanted to leave it the way it was we walked over there uh, got into their uh, their tour tour bus and uh, we drank American Beauty by Grateful Dead uh, Dogfish Head uh, and that was really it was really cool yeah, it was cool sitting there talking you, you didn't get to hear the whole conversation the whole uh us chilling there but you know that's fine it's fine you know so i guess some some moments are just are just personal and left for us to know about them (laughs) uh those guys are really cool it's really awesome that they let us do this i would like to give a shout out thank you to jeff um the uh rocked manager the rocked management uh manager who was our uh middleman throughout this whole process I want to give a shout out to the bar, the bar themselves, um, the BFE Rock Club, uh, for letting us set up in their venue to interview Boba Flex, uh, and just the the guys, man, they were just so cool. Uh, we're new, we're new at this, okay? We we are new at this. This is our ninth, our well, our I guess it's our eleventh interview, but um. <laughs> ninth, ninth this year. <laughs> it's our ninth interview this year, uh, and um, you know, 
we're we're kind of awkward people, honestly. We're awkward guys. We're we're kind of um, introverts. We're not really extroverts. So when we're put into a situation where we feel like we're supposed to be extroverts, we don't know what to do or what to say, and and it's like we didn't want to we didn't want to be too clingy. I didn't want to fucking <laughs> I didn't want to be those guys that followed them around like uh, like puppies, you know. <laughs> that be, because you know they are, <laughs> they are rock. You know they are trying. You know they are rock stars. They, uh, <laughs> we don't have uh, we don't have tits. <laughs> That's kind of funny to say. Just you know, I just you know, uh, it's just it's just one of those things where it's just like uh, you know I'm gonna give. You know, you give people their space. You don't. You don't. We don't know what the line is yet. Whether from the journalism to um, to just fans. You know, right right now we're still in the we're fans that don't want to uh, be all up on you <laughs> and like we just want to you know give people their space because we're not used to uh, we're not used to any sort of uh, VIP treatment whatsoever to know how to act. <laughs> so but you know you live and learn and um i i we kind of missed out on some on some photo opportunities i thought we would have a lot more photos uh our um our dedicated guy kind of dropped the ball on that for us this one but you know it's all good everything's good uh we have the memories of being able to chat with them and that's a that's you know that's that's something that a lot of people just won't be able to they don't. They don't get that hour and a half, two hours of just talking to the band. So, I think that that goes a lot more. That goes a lot further than um, than merch, I guess. So, yeah, merch and photos. But yeah, fucking awesome interview. I'm not gonna uh, sing the song to close out because uh, we already sang the song to close out earlier. Uh, thank you for listening, and stay tuned for next time. Goodbye.